every morning. Arabile Gumede and Nastasia Aronsa on Classic Business. Breakfast with MoneyWeb. It's eight minutes after seven and to delve more in, uh, into the markets, we're joined in studio by Chris Gilmore, who's an independent analyst. And of course, we do have our special co-host, Mted Tanyati, the CEO of Altran. Chris, I'm going to start off with you, uh, just taking in what Arabile said, your assessment of yesterday's market performance. And at some point, did the market even take into consideration the budget speech? Yeah, look, I, if you ask my score, I give them five. Um, and I, look, I I actually left thinking it was it was a reasonable performance. It was a really gutsy performance. He, I mean, he's he's it, it was a virtuoso performance in many ways. He, I think I think Tito actually loves the stage and he's he's a great uh, talker. So, but if you actually look at the meat of what he said, uh, I think I tend to agree with Arabile. This was not the kind of very profound kind of budget that we were all looking for. And um, I must be fair. I mean, over the past 30 or 40 years that I've looked at these budgets, I've usually been disappointed in, in, that, in that respect. You, you, all, you always have to pick away and think, well, you know, what was all that about? I mean, the, the, the bailout in inverted commas of Eskom, which isn't a bailout at all, it's going to amount to about 150 billion rands over 10 years. Um, look, I, I, the thing that Tito said is this, we are not assuming um, Eskom's debt. They're going, they, they, they incurred the debt. They're going to have to pay it, repay it. That's all very well, and that's very good, and I think that's music to the ears of the, um, the, the ratings agencies. But when you've got a triple C rating, you're not going to be able to get any more debt to, to repay that debt. So they're going to have to find some sort of elegant way out of this. Um, and as a consumer, I find that a little bit concerning because it, <laughs> it probably means there's a bit more load shedding in prospect as mm-hmm. the year progresses. Um, but it was tough, you know, in the sense that... Um, Although the budget deficit is going to be rising a bit, uh, perhaps not quite as much uh, next year as we thought. 4.5 is again 4.7%, which I think was what most people were looking at. And talking tough on the uh, on public servants' wage increases. Yeah. Um, so I think he, he put forward a few new refreshing ideas about uh, trying to get some sort of real fiscal consolidation. And I think in, in many ways it actually should be welcomed, but it was an enormously tough task. Mm. And I think he came out of it uh, pretty pretty well, actually. Mteto, if you had to rate it out of 10, and your thoughts on, on the speech as well. Look, uh, I'm a bit um, of, of an optimist, mm-hmm. <laughs> so so I will give him a 7. And the reason why I'm giving him a 7 is because I think what he has done is, is quite courageous. Uh, if you look at uh, at all of those MPs, the, the uh, MPs of the party that he belongs to, uh, their reaction when he was delivering this, none of them were quite pleased. Mm-hmm. Meaning, you 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 have somebody standing up there delivering bad news. Uh, almost everybody, all all leaders like to deliver good news, but he had to be the one who delivers those bad news. Uh, and and he did it, and and to me that's the kind of courage that we're looking for when it comes to leadership. Uh, we need to take those tough decisions. Everybody is so easy to say, no, I'm going to be bailing ESCOM, I'm going to be bailing SABC or or, or, or SAA. Very easy to do that. But what are the consequences if you do that? So what he has done is actually taking us on a path where we need to continue on this path of, of doing things the right way, even if they are painful in the short term. Mm-hmm. So I liked this, this dance that he took. All right. So in terms of saying that leaders like to deliver good news, and occasionally I find myself, uh, Chris, 
having to look at Mr. Trump's tweets to see if there's any kind of indication of good news, whether he hints that U.S.-China trade relations are, um, I suppose, going smoothly or positively. So far, when you look at the global picture, whether you're taking in U.S.-China trade, you're looking at Brexit and various other things, the risks you may have identified in the beginning of this year are they starting to slowly abate or are they still right there glaring and they still need to be tackled? Oh, no, they're very much uh, in, in, in our face. And I think they're unlikely to go away. If anything, I think they're, they're likely to, to, to get actually to get, get worse as the year progresses. I mean, let's take China, for example, the world's biggest growth vector for many, many years since 1979, since Deng Xiaoping started his, uh, his, his kind of great... Uh, I, I, I hate to call it the Great Leap Forward because that was Ma Zedong, but it was a similar type of thing. Um, no, it, China is definitely slowing down, and there are many reasons why China has to slow down in, in the next few years. I mean, first of all, you've got a base effect coming in. Uh, secondly, you've got a thing called the Lewis Turning Point. One of the things that uh, um, uh, made China the fantastic success story it's been has been the movement of people from the, 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 the rural to the urban areas, and that has, has largely petered out. So that's why you've got all these goat cities, uh, these zombie banks and stuff like that in, in, in China. China is definitely slowing down. You mustn't believe the figures that China produces. I mean, you know, three weeks after the end of the year, they have these wonderful figures showing you how clever they are. No, no, you've got to take that with a, a bit of a pinch of salt. But I think China is definitely slowing down. America is definitely slowing down. By third and fourth quarter this year, um, you're going to be into one and a half, two percent, maybe if we're very, very lucky. And going into next year, I think there's the, the, the definite prospect of a recession in the US. So to answer your question, Tash, I think as the year goes on, the global situation is, is only going to get worse in terms of growth. All right. Well, we'll uh, continue that conversation uh, a little bit later on with uh, Chris Gilmore and, of course, some Tetsunyati as well, the CEO of Altron, talking about some of the risks he may have identified. We'll talk about globalization and uh, we'll talk about Altron, uh, the company itself. All of this uh, coming up a little bit later on in the show.